Good evening, everybody. I want to officially welcome every one of us to relationship. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is our first episode of relationship. And um, as you all know, my name is Pastor Ben and I'll be your host for relationship. Hallelujah. We are going to be first doing an introduction of what this whole idea is about. You see, um, relationship, what does it mean? What is the point behind that word, relationship? Hallelujah. See, it was around last year. I was going to work one morning and... I was meditating in the spirit and I was just being conscious while I was in transit and I heard that word come, relate sonship. Now if you see the word it's relate with an hyphen in the middle and then sonship beside it. The word just came to me and the Lord began to brood over it what it is and what it means. Hallelujah. So I've been brooding on it over time. And in this season, the Lord has permitted us to begin to function in the revelation of what that f- word, relate sonship, means. Now, it's not re- it's not basically about a relationship as it has to do with having an affair, a male being attracted to a female. No, no, no. That's not what it means. So basically, today, we're going to be beginning with an introduction. And I'm going to be explaining to us what relationship is. And the whole concept behind that revelation, hallelujah. I want to sincerely appreciate every one of us who took our time to be part of the group for this first edition. I believe you're going to be so blessed. I believe you're going to be so transformed by that which the Lord is going to be teaching us. That which the Lord is going to be showing us, hallelujah. So I would love you to just uh, pray in the Spirit one minute. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost for one minute. Pray in the Holy Ghost for one minute. Pray in the Holy Ghost for one minute. Cabrono Lashkebiro da Kaina Zusco Frante dia Mamboro Tashebilo Cobarate diande Zusgila Mambaroate no Covrabando Shedila Mala Zuski Brolamona Shekedilaba. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Breathe your word upon us as we hear your word. Let it be a quickening in our spirit, let it be a transformation. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we ask that the spirit of understanding will rest upon us as we breathe in your word, that will breathe out fresh grace, fresh authority, fresh power in the name of Jesus. So quickly, we'll be going into relationship. Hallelujah. I feel excited about um, the whole concept as the Lord gave it to us. What is relationship? What is relationship? Now, first of all, we're going to be breaking the words as it is broken in the writing what it both means what does it mean to relate hallelujah what does it truly mean to relate now the word relate the word relate means i want to give us the dictionary definition of relate so we get to understand it now the word relate means to bring into a relation association or connection it also means to interact hallelujah and it also means to respond through reaction 
Now I want us to take this words key to interact, to respond to reaction. That's your reaction, the reaction you give to somebody or towards something to interact the medium like the your disposition to during your interaction that which you express that's what to relate means hallelujah and i want us to look at sonship briefly sonship basically means the state or position of being a son the state or position of being a son hallelujah the state or position of being a son so we're going to be taking flight with this revelation now what does relationship means now when the lord gave it to me what the lord was basically saying is his expectation for his children is that we come to that point where we our relationship with the world is from the position of sonship our relationship with the world is from the state the consciousness of sonship hallelujah the consciousness of sonship the consciousness of sonship now we're going to be exploring briefly so we get to understand what does it mean to be a son in christ when you come into christ now you're saved what does it really mean to be a son because see a lot of people talk about sonship oh i'm a son i'm a son i'm a son of god i'm a son of god hallelujah but one one character we saw in scripture who truly functioned in the light of being a son of god expressly was the lord jesus hallelujah the lord jesus we saw how he lived sonship. We saw how he lived that life to the fullest, to the point that every time he interacted with the world, he was interacting to the world from the position of sonship. The state of his mind was from that standpoint of sonship. So his, his expressions, his disposition is not based on what society gives, not based on what his environment tells him, but that which he's conscious of his personality in christ as a son hallelujah as a son now what truly makes us a son now we're going to be looking at a few scriptures briefly we're going to be looking at a few scriptures now i want us to quickly begin with talking about looking at the life of christ now we're going to quickly begin with um hebrews hallelujah hebrews chapter 5 we're going to be exploring that scripture and looking at some other scriptures briefly as a basic foundation for our first teaching today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you, precious Jesus. We worship you. Blow, blow like a mighty wind, spirit of victory, cover us with your wings. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, um, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8. Now, read from verse 6. Or verse, let me start from verse 5. Now, quickly, I'll rush through. It says, So also, Hebrews 5, verse 5. So also, Christ glorified not himself to be made a high priest, but he that said unto him, That art my son, today, have I begotten thee? Verse 6. And he said also in another place, Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Now, verse 7. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplication with strong crying and tears unto him, that was able to save him from death, and was heard in that he feared. Verse 8. Though he was he were a son, yet lent he obedience by the things which he suffered. Hmm. 
verse 8, I read again. Though he were his son, yet lent he obedience by the things which he suffered. Now we'll come back to the scripture. Now, Hebrews began to explain to us how that Christ lived the life of sonship. Now we know that Christ was his conception was based on the Spirit, it was conceived by the Holy Ghost, and then he came as a son. He wasn't corrupted by flesh or the mixture of men, man's blood. No, he came as a son. But see, he being a son, he had to grow. He had to be built. He had to learn the life of sonship. He had to learn to be that which God has made him. Hallelujah. He came as a son, and we saw from scriptures that in Matthew, from the age of 12, he used to go to the temple to learn, to study. And at a certain point, he said, I have come in the volume of the book written concerning me to do that will, O God. So he, he armed himself for the revelation of who he was as a son, and he began to live that life. And Hebrews told us here, verse 8, he said, Though he were a son, yet lent he obedience by the things which he suffered. What does that mean? God had to let him go through certain things. God had to make, let him go through certain certain. Um, incident, certain situation, certain circumstance. Why? To build obedience, to teach him obedience. Now, having learned obedience, he fully assumed his position as a son. We saw that how his ministry started 30 years of his age. He didn't start immediately while he was still a child, no. 30 years. He began to build, he began to grow. Now, there's a mis- misconception that a lot of believers have where they feel like, okay, I'm a son. Once I'm saved to them, I'm a son. No. There's something we'll see in scriptures. Let me show us some other scriptures. Hallelujah. We trust the Lord to open our eyes to see something, something mighty tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's look at a few more scriptures. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now we're going to be looking at a few scriptures from basically from the New Testament. John 1 verse 12. We'll begin with John 1 verse 12. Now in John 1 verse 12, 12 the Apostle John began to teach and then he came to verse 12 and he said but as many as received him said to them give he power to become the sons of god even to them that believe on his name but as many as received him to them give he power to become become as many as received him what was he saying the moment a believer comes to that point of knowing that christ has borne his iniquities and sins now he's saved he said he has been he, he is now giving power to become now the word there that a lot of us do not take cognizance of is becoming to become means to grow into it takes a process to grow into he says to become the sons of god even to them that believe on his name what was he saying here now the moment a believer comes into christ he's saved he's a child of god the book of hebrews we'll, we'll look at that briefly tells us that he is a child of God. He's a babe. So he begins to fill with milk. Hallelujah. He's still a babe. He begins to fill with milk. He's still a babe. Hallelujah. So now John is saying that when you come into Christ, you're still at that foundational level of childhood. A child who was born today cannot be matured overnight. No. 
that's why it is called being born again now you are born the moment you're born you are an infant in the spirit now what scripture is telling us here now is that you have been given the power to become now it is that becoming that we're going to be exploring through this is where a lot of believers miss it they just assume their songs they just assume they have they, they know or they just assume that they have everything you know there is a process now you will need to give yourself to certain trainings so that you can become the essence of relationship is so that we become sons we operate from the standpoint of sonship that when we begin to relate to society hallelujah when we begin to relate to society we are relating with society based on the level of sonship when we interact with the world we are interacting with the world from the level of sonship we don't give the world what the world gives us no we show them that indeed we are the sons of god so we need to subject ourselves to teachings to the point that the lord begins to prune us we begin to learn obedience now in learning obedience the lord will deprive you of certain things in learning obedience the lord will begin to separate you from certain things he will begin to teach you consecration setting yourself apart to him so that you begin to learn now you can only judge the disobedience of the world when you have first learned obedience. It's said having the readiness to judge all disobedience when your own obedience is fulfilled. You see, you don't remain as a child. You must begin to feed. You must begin to go through the process of sonship. Now, sonship is a status in the spirit. It's not a title. No. It is a status in the spirit. It is not a title. So you must understand that you must begin to do that which is necessary to become. Jesus functioned as a son he said he learned he had to learn obedience by the things which he suffered so you must learn so that you can become john said as many that received into them he gave power to become what is that power the holy ghost it is the holy ghost in you that teaches you that leads you that guides you into all truth the essence of those guiding and teaching and prunings and leadings and comforting is that you will become you become to a status in the spirit where you begin to interact with the world based on the level of sonship hallelujah you begin to function to the world you begin to express sonship to the world hallelujah so this is the sole essence of the relate sonship because we're going to be taking our time weekly to learn to pursue after to become there is a process of becoming the, the process of metamorphosis where you are transformed from being a child that your mind begins to grow you begin to feed this is where many believers miss it they don't feed they just sit take one or two little things that they see and they assume they are sons no sonship is not by assumption it's a status and one of the things that begins to pop up when you start entering the level of sonship is that you begin to receive burdens. I pray the Lord to help us to, to, to begin to dive into these things as we continue. Hallelujah. Burdens. Priesthood. If, if you look at the book of Hebrews, let's look at that scripture again briefly. The book of Hebrews chapter 5. Hebrews chapter 5. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 5. Praise the Lord. Hebrews chapter 5. He says, before verse 8, where we read, He says, verse 6, as he saith also in another place, thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Verse 7. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying. Now, we see that explaining the sonship characteristics of Jesus, one of the things that Paul mentioned was priesthood. In other words, Jesus had to come to the point where he assumed and began to function as a priest. Now, what makes a son is responsibility, burdens. 
Galatians says, a, a, a heir as long as he's a child, different from a servant, but it's under two thousand governors till the time appointed. The time appointed is that he comes to the full actualization of his sonship status, that he begins to think, he begins to interact, he begins to relate with the world as a son. He carries the father's burdens, he carries the father's mindset, he carries the father's authority, he can stand and begin to function as the father would. This is sonship. So it's not just being a regular Christian who I go to church every Sunday, no. It is assuming responsibility. So priesthood must be known if sonship must be expressed. Thank you, Father. You see, I just want to point this to us this week because we're going to be dwelling on this and we're going to have um, opportunities to ask questions and drop your questions. Then between now and the next week, we're going to be deliberating on them. So I wanted to look at two more scriptures then we... we, we Randolph, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want us to look at two more scriptures. Two, two more scriptures. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. John 1, 1 John 3, verse 1. 1 John 3, verse 1. Now let's look at this briefly. 1 John 3, verse 1. 1 John 3 verse 1. Now I want to look at Galatians 4 6 first. Let's deliberate on Galatians 4 6. Hallelujah. Now Galatians 4 verse 6 it says, And because ye are sons, God has set forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying, Abba Father. Now, Apostle Paul was explaining to the Rome, um Gal- to the Galatians. Now I began to tell them, he said, Now that you have become sons, he says, the first thing, the first sign to know that indeed you have become a son is that there is a spirit. God has sent forth a spirit crying. Abba Father, what it means is there is a burden, there is an outcry. You see, sons are those who have been able to understand their priesthood, that constantly and consistently there is a cry from their heart, not for what they want, not to get from God, not to take, not to collect, not to receive blessings. Oh Lord, bless me, give me food, give me water. No, there is an outcry. That outcry is the same with that which rings in the heart of God. That which God wants to see is the same thing that begins to cry in their heart. Priesthood. That there is a burden to see certain things come to light. Hallelujah. So, this was shown in Jesus' ministry. How we saw that he began to function as a priest. He began to learn. He began to learn obedience. God had to prune him. Had to separate him. Had to shift shift him from some certain things. Began to separate certain things that looks good, that he would enjoy. God had to separate him. Consecrate him to himself. Why? He was teaching him to take responsibility to be a son. Hallelujah. And let's look at this scripture lastly. 1 John 3 verse 1. It said, Behold one manner of love hath he bestowed upon us that we should be called, we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. That we should be called. <coughs> now look at that statement. The world knoweth us not because they knew him not. Now we are Christians. The world knows us. Yes. Everybody knows they are Christian. But it says there is a point you come to where the world does not know you. The world does not understand this person and how he operates. Because they could not decipher how Jesus lived his life by authority and by power and by presence. He says, the world knoweth us not. Why? We are now sons. So see, you're not a son the day you are saved. No. You are a son after you subject yourself to the dealings of the Spirit. So relate sonship is, as the idea was given to me by the Holy Spirit, is 
that we as believers begin to express the life of sonship to the church, to the, to the world, to the world, that we begin to express the life of God, that we begin to express the, the nature of the Spirit, that when men see us, they begin to see a life that is not in consonance with their earthly pattern, that there is something that they see, there is an expression, it's for the earnest expression of the creatures await the manifestation, not of the children, of the sons of God. So we're going to be spending time through the series to explore sonship. We're going to be growing stage by stage. We're going to begin to subject our minds, enlarge, begin to allow the Holy Ghost brood on us to enlarge our minds to the point that we begin to know what we need to be armed and then we begin to function in that priesthood office. Hallelujah. So tonight, like I said, it's just an introduction. And I would love us to just dwell and ponder on this. Hallelujah. If you have a question, you can drop. They were going to deliberate on these questions. Now, next week, we're going to be kicking off. And we're going to be, we're going to be, we're going to be starting with the gift of righteousness. Hallelujah. It's, it's going to be so wonderful through this series. Trust me. You're going to be so blessed. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I want to just give him thanks. Just thank him. Thank him. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Pero tando shekaparadona pai, vozuske brilandi. We give you glory, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. So I want us to just dwell on this for the week, and then drop your questions. Dwell on this. Drop your questions, and we're going to deliberate on them. As the week goes by between now and the next episode we're going to answer whatever questions you drop as regarding to the topic that we just treated now hallelujah praise god uh, i trust you've been blessed i trust i trust you've been able to catch something from that which you have heard and i ask that the lord would begin to enlarge and begin to expand your understanding that you begin to come to the full realization of who you are in christ as we go through this series thank you father Thank you for listening. Thank you for your audience this week. Once again, I'm Pastor Ben, your host for Relationship. Have a blessed week. God bless you and I love you.